What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kinda Funny Morning Show for Wednesday, September 6th. 2017. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Anthony Carboni. Hi! That's the one from the Star Wars show, mm-hmm. from the We Have Concerns, yep, yep. from the AnthonyCarboni.com.net. From, uh, from the critically acclaimed Monday kind of funny morning show. It's true, it's true, where you from fired the, much of the staff. Yep, and I'll tell you what, I've been watching this week and it was a great decision. A lot of people have come, they've stepped up, they've stepped up. Now, Andy Cortez, Andreas Cortez, <laughs> Maximum Cortez from the chat, Yeah, he's come, he was He's a fan, of course. Yeah. He won the Patreon competition yesterday to play Destiny with me on stream. What an exciting thing for you and as so a fan. He wanted to come as a fan. Come uh-huh. on in here. Come on. Don't be afraid of the come camera. Come on. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Cortez. It's fine. Don't be he's afraid. Just, he's, just a, he's just a regular best friend, just a regular fan, just like you guys, hanging out in the chat every day. He just wanted to come in, though, and talk about With his about Trapper like, Keeper water. Future, <laughs> <laughs> future employment opportunities. Yeah. Well, you hiring, or? I don't, I don't, ha- ask him, I don't have hiring ability. That's what's oh. unfortunate. I can only fire. Mm. And I do. Wow. Okay. With extreme prejudice. Okay. Extreme okay. prejudice. What's up all, uh, all my friends and family back home? R- RBG, right. we don't okay, play man. no games. All now, right. Cool Greg, the way I understand it, you, ha- <laughs> you have the ability to hire people, Cool Greg. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Are we hiring Andy back? Andy? Yeah. Oh, Maximum Cortez from the from the chat. You may, yeah, you may know him as Maximum Cortez. You might know him as Maximum Cortez. No, that's not. Don't, don't so. stand there. What? That's we're that's in the it. middle of a I shoot. Don't think, we, don't, we can't afford it yet. Okay. All right. Sorry. One of these days. You know what's crazy is if uh, if Cool Greg and I ever touch with our abilities of hiring and firing, sure, sure. the entire universe gets destroyed. Now is it? A we one, ha- that's why Greg has to be all the way over there. Is it a Wonder Twin situation? So this is like it is. It's it's a ring. Hancock. This is like Hancock, <laughs> the hit movie Hancock. It's exactly well, a Hancock guys, situation. You ran, you, Charlie Theron, mm-hmm. Will Smith. They couldn't get too close or whatever. It is one hundred percent a Hancock situation. Is, we got Hancock ex- situation hands. That is exactly. The reference literally everyone would have made. They would have jumped right, they jumped right there. <laughs> it was that or Time Cop they were going to go for. That was the one. Wonder Twins, Firestorm. There's a bunch of different things mm-hmm. going on in there. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Morning Show each and every weekday. We run you through whatever the fuck we want to talk about and you have a good time. You can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames where we urge you to subscribe and hang out and support us. Why is that cool, Greg? Because right now if you subscribe... Your first subscription. If you ever your first time ever subscribing on Twitch, how much does the sentence you, you need? Greg? You get it half off. There you it get is, it half off, right there. <laughs> Two fifty now, but we get all the money that we're supposed to get. And also, if you have Amazon Prime, you got Twitch Prime. Give us that free sub. Or if you have regular money, just give us real money. That works too. Remember, you can watch the show later on YouTube.com/slash Kinda Funny or podcast services around the globe. If you do that, thank you. Like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. You get rid of this. Not cool, Greg. There you go. Thank you very much. Anthony Carboni, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's been so long since we've hung out. I missed an entire day of your life. Yeah. What's, what did you do? You left here Monday. Did you go to bed? Uh, I, I did. I slept mm-hmm. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Did you Did you get a, Did you once you were done with all of your power through, stuff, powered right through. through? I stayed up until like a normal hour of the night and went to bed. You, you're a you're a steamroller of a man. That's what they call me, big old steamroller. <laughs> what did no. you do yesterday? Uh, yesterday, I sat and watched the countdown timer for Destiny for oh, quite a bit. Okay, okay. Did that. Uh, did you get in last night? Did you start playing oh, I did. last night? Oh, I okay, did. Okay. Save it for the games. I did. Games Daily we'll next. We'll save it for Games Daily. Don't worry about that. But uh, no, yesterday I shot the Star Wars show. Nice. Um, very uneventful day for Star Wars. Uh, I would say probably not a lot of news. I don't uh, know if that's hundred percent true. No, actually. I think it was just a normal. It was just a normal shoot, and cool, nothing happened. Cool, and Greg, it was can a... we go to the? Let's go to the first news story. Cool, Greg. We'll come back to the housekeeping about EGX when we get there. But no, the first story that happened yesterday comes from Deadline. Uh, Colin 
Trevorrow. Trevorrow? How do I pronounce that? Trevorrow. Trevorrow. Out as Star Wars Episode Nine director. Did you see this? Oh, okay. Uh, I'll read it. Another Star Wars director changed from Lucasfilm just now, which has announced that Colin Trevorrow has left Star Wars Episode Nine. This is the statement from Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm and Colin Trevorrow have mutually chosen to part ways on Star Wars Episode Nine. Colin has been a wonderful collaborator through the de- throughout the development process, but we have come to the conclusion that our visions for the project differ. We wish Colin the best, and we'll be sharing more information about the film soon. Trevorrow, whose blockbuster cred was set with the huge success of Jurassic Park franchise reboot Jurassic World, was confirmed as director for the ninth film in the main Star Wars franchise back in August 2015. At the time, he said, quote, This is not a job or an assignment. This is a seat at a campfire surrounded by an extraordinary group of storytellers, filmmakers, artists, and craftspeople. We've been charged with telling new stories for a younger generation because they deserve what we all had, a mythology to call our own. We will do this by channeling something George Lucas instilled in all of us, boundless creativity, pure invention, and hope. The film is currently, I'm sorry, the film currently has a May 24th, 2019 release date. Uh, the eighth movie in the series, Star Wars Last Jedi, hits theaters December 15th. Wow. No? Okay. What, yeah. what, what do both of y'all think about this? Well, it's fun. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I, I like Jurassic World fine. I'm not familiar enough with Colin's work, I feel, to have a strong opinion on it. Uh, what I would say is that, and this is funny you guys missed it. You're saying not a lot of stuff Star Wars happened yesterday mm. while you were filming the Star Wars show. But if you jump to the next story, Cool Greg, they're now saying, might Ryan Johnson return for Star Wars Episode Nine? Now, you remember the name Ryan Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, of course, because... I hate the fact that he spells it weird. Spell it normal. I understand your parents cursed you with this, Ryan, but you have a chance to fix this. You have a chance to set the record straight and put a Y in there and just be normal and help us out. But you also know him, of course, because he's the one directing uh, Star Wars Last Jedi. You missed all this, though. Weird. This is an exclusive. Put Ryan Johnson atop the short list of directors who might replace the recently departed Colin Trevorrow in Star Wars Episode Nine. Insiders said that nothing is done yet, but that prospect is certainly in the air right now. The Looper Helmer fits seamlessly into the Lucasfilm machine, which is no small feat given the number of star directors who've been chewed up and spat out under the creative differences line in the existing Star Wars movies. You've, you've heard of that, right? All these people getting the Star Wars... Okay, you get, you get, you get parts. We'll fix it out for you. Deadline was the first to tell you that Ron Howard was the top choice to replace Phil Lord and Chris Miller as director of the Han Solo spin-off movie, and that came to pass. If Johnson, who directed the December 15th... Yes, get him some more water here. He's dying over here. Please, Andy, give him that water. Yeah, give him that one in there. Star Wars spin-off movie. Uh, if Johnson, who directed the December 15th launching Star Wars Last Jedi, does in fact come back to take the reins of the next movie, it somehow would seem like destiny. When Steadline revealed that the Looper Helmer was being hired to take on Star Wars, the original intention was for him to direct two movies. Stay tuned. It might come to pass. Now, that's interesting. Now, I'm, it's I'm sorry I missed all that. No, you missed it all. Well, now, now I'm sorry I missed all that. Moving no. on to the next story. No, no, now that you're done, you can discuss it. Unless you have to go to the bathroom. Andy, you come in here. Okay. Andy, cool, Greg, you can Maximum go Maximum Cortez again. from the chat. We like to get the chat involved <laughs> as much as we can. What I just, you, I'll, I'll jump take? in as soon as I finish course, this. you're parched. You just got here. You, you're just tired. What do you take away from all this Star Wars drama? Um, I didn't love Jurassic World. Exactly. So I I'm liked not, it enough. I'm not super bummed out. Sure. Ryan Johnson, however, directed Looper, right? Looper was a good movie. I don't like Looper. I don't hate it, though. Okay. But he also directed the best Breaking Bad episode of all time. Which one's that? Uh, Ozzy Mandias. 
Which one's that? The second, the third to last episode. Just tell me what happens in it. Really? Fuck you guys! Did you not watch Breaking Bad yet? Where they kill Hank. Oh no! That's a great episode. Okay. All right. All right. I can jump in to say that was a great episode of Breaking Bad. Thank you. All right. I like that a lot. Well, then that gets me excited. And the fact that. I mean, I haven't seen The Last Jedi, of course. Anthony, have you seen The Last Jedi? Did they let you see The Last Jedi? I haven't seen The Last Jedi yet. But if they like them enough to bring them back for another one, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? Let the man have his dude. Let him get in there. This is a great show. Yeah, yeah. Now, in the chat, Reborn931 says, I prefer the idea of mixing up the director for each film, but then again, Disney doesn't seem to let their directors add their own to it. Who knows? I feel like they, as much as I loved Force Awakens, and again, I am a Watto fanboy. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like they have something going. They know what they're doing over there. I love Row One. Sure. They know what they're doing over there. I credit Gary Widow with it, of course. He brings funny food to my show. I like Gary Widow a lot. We all love Gary Widow. Okay, Mouse Guards, Gary Widow. Mouse Guards, Gary Widow. Please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Book of Eli's, Gary Widow. Book of Eli's, Gary. Another great film. Another great film. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm, I'm interested to see what's happening. That's your Star Wars summary. Anthony Carboni, everybody's Star Wars show. Glad as the host of the Star Wars show for Lucasfilm yeah. that I could be here to share uh, you my, gave us a lot of my perspective and my inside uh, my inside information. A lot of insight as to what's yeah. going on over there. If you're an audio listener, of, you drink people, the entire time. A lot of people think, uh, uh, you know, I'm, 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 they keep me very locked down and, and there are things I'm not allowed to say, not allowed to comment on, but sure. I, as we can all see from what just happened, I'm, I'm my own man. You can't tame that horse. No one can. No, I'm a wild I'm a horse. Wild stallion. I'm you know spirit, I mean? the stallion of the Cimarron. That, that is what you are. That's who I am. <laughs> that is 100%. I'm the Matt Damon of horses. That's exactly what I think of all the time. Now, I don't know, how, well, how does this affect you? Another Disney property. <laughs> this is fine. The this Hollywood is Reporter says Disney's like, live action Aladdin cast Billy Maganusen as new Magnuson, character. probably. Magnuson? The actor will play an original character not seen in the 1992 animated pick. Yeah, 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 because uh, they finally, they managed to uh, to cast the entire movie without whitewashing it, and they were like, just in case. We gotta get one. We gotta get one white guy in here, am I right? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, with all due respect. Where are my white guys at, am I right? With all due respect, can I can I go see a movie can I not have, have a something? character? I need a character to identify with based right. on, first off, good looks, great hair, and skin color. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I can't go there and be like... Maybe not necessarily in that order. Well, you know, you. well, I, I mean, I think me as long and, as all three are there, who knows I mean, which one's at, the most look important? At Billy, <laughs> look, look, at, look, at, look at us right now. Look at me and Billy here right now. I can't tell the Hold difference. On, let me take them off. Yeah. You've been Superman this whole time. Exactly. <laughs> see, I could do it. I could do this. Um, did you see? By the way, did you see? By the way, this is a total digression. I don't care. Uh, everybody. Finally, the entire internet just caught on to how great Christopher Reeve is, apparently. Yeah, what the fuck? I was so upset. Did you know that Christopher Reeve was good at acting? Man, he was a good Superman. Look at him stand up straight here. I'm like, motherfuckers, I've been saying that for fucking years about him. He's literally the best. He's literally the best. And, like, the internet just caught on to that yesterday. Everybody's like, the best special effect in Superman had nothing to do with green screens. <laughs> I'm like, how did you miss this, you idiots? You, you, you not watch Superman the what movie? What a cool Easter egg. Yeah, uh, that's one of my, like... <laughs> it's a huge turning point in the film! <laughs> that is literally one of my favorite things. Like, when I decided I was going to do stuff on camera and everything, like, I was yeah. such a Superman fan as a kid, but... 
Also, just such a fan of that moment, of the way he just, like... Go, like, well... He was two different people. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny morning show on Wednesday, which means it's a comic themes episode. Snot Girl was your required reading. We'll talk about that in a second, but we're already into it. Fuck, there's a white guy in the Aladdin movie. He's a new character. Why we add new we people don't, we the don't need, to the show? Who the fuck cares? We don't, don't need a new person. We don't need another white guy. It's they fine. Had the, the movie was fine. It was perfect. We don't need to worry it's about great. it. It's great. Yeah, no, I, this is an interesting one you're talking about. I'm, I'm going to try to pull it up, because I, I was seeing it go around... On the, it was the uh, uh, trending topics over on Twitter. Yeah. Do you know where it started? Why this started? Because I didn't bother clicking in. I, I believe I want to say I saw I saw Wendig tweet something or retweet something that was just mm. a, a that was just a gif of the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he's where he's trying to decide whether he's going to talk to Lois. And right, he looks like it was Ben this. over at Polygon that did something. And then Ben picked up an article. Yeah, and I okay. don't know whether the article or the tweet was first. Cool, Greg. I'm giving you a link here. I'm going to toss it in right after the Aladdin business. Remember, they put a white guy in Aladdin. Everybody celebrate. They put a, yeah. We did it, guys. We're finally, we finally have something in Hollywood. I was just afraid of it. Just, I don't, uh, Rahul Kohli and his people have enough screen time, if you ask me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too much Rahul Kohli. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And his people, as I said. It's like, calm down with all the Rahul Kohli. can I get a minority report on the line of questioning (laughs) I'm going into right now? Good. Not very good. All right, maybe we'll dial it back, Dave. Uh, cool guy, throw this one up. Yeah, so this is uh, Ben tossed this up yesterday. Superman's most amazing special effect didn't require computers or green screen. And then roll down to the GIF. Which, Ben, ben I love you, and I love that you wrote this, but oh, it's watch, kind watch, of like... See? Two, and this is the whole thing. Where for I, People always say, like, oh, how could you actually be tricked? And, you know, look at the confidence he goes from. And, like, uh. With all due respect, you should watch the scene, because the GIF is like... Okay, good. The gift showing you something. Yeah, but, but the gift the there. gift is just one moment in there, and yeah. he, and then and then he goes right back down again. Yeah, he's gonna do it. He's gonna tell her when she turns around. And it's just wow. He's he talked. He did a lot of interviews about how he based uh, he based his Clark Kent on Cary Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, on like the old like when Cary Grant was like one of the most like beautiful original Hollywood heartthrobs, right? Sure. Uh, but he started off doing these like romantic comedies, and Cary Grant would play like these like stumbling, stuttering nerds. Yeah. But like clearly, when you saw Cary Grant in real life, he was just like this matinee idol. And so Christopher Reeve was like, I just thought about Cary Grant in my head and the two different ways he was, yeah. and like I don't know, nobody has done. Nobody has really nailed it the way he has ever no. since. No, well, I mean that was the thing. In the, but I, I'm to an extent, I'm glad they have an Anthony mm-hmm. Carboni because again, this speaks back to what I always talk about with my love affair with Superman and like why I loved American Alien so much and why I love Smallville mm-hmm. so much Smallville. is the fact mm-hmm. that this is fine and this is great acting and I loved what he did here. But the fact of man, what a shitty existence to go around yeah. and need to be the oh, oh, oh Lois, you know what I mean? I don't know, low, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. he, I, I like the ones where it's he definitely, is himself still, yeah. but he needs to dial it back or, you know. It's do, definitely more pre-crisis. I mean, these 100%. movies. It's, it's so, you know, Silver Age Superman. These yeah, movies yeah. were like, what, 1980 was Superman the movie? It was, it was no, five, five, 76. 76, 76 right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 76, 78? Yeah. yeah I'll, so, I'll give you a extract. Um, so obviously, like five, ten years before they they just completely rebooted everything with right. Man of Steel and gave him a little bit of gave him a little bit of that confidence and gave him let him be more him all the time. Exactly, exactly. And, but, the, and this is my other problem. But the physicality, Brandon. Okay, so Brandon Routh got 
the some of the physicality aspects, sure. right? But we didn't see a lot of obviously we didn't see a lot of Clark and Superman returns. And the ones we did, just like yeah, he was just, Clark and Superman just came back on the same day. Nobody's nobody finds this fine. interesting. No, it's like know? hey guys, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> same like, wait, same suitcase and everything. Why is this happening? Same suitcase, same shot, same everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that movie you liked it's a long time ago? Hey we guys, made it again thirty years later. Here remember we are. that thing, the movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, he. He just is absolutely nailed it, and I, I would love to see more of those qualities in future live-action Superman portrayals. Sure. Not You don't have to go all the way. Shout-out to Dylan in the chat, who, who says, look at these two old-ass men right here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kids, ask your parents about Superman the movie. Here's the... He, I love Superman the movie, of course. Yeah. I'm not gonna... And I'm, I, enjoy, I enjoy it. I think it's great. I think everyone should watch it. Great characterization, blah, 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 blah. Superman the movie is exhibit A in how... It poisoned multiple generations to Superman because mm. he's too powerful. Yes, their Superman is again pre-crisis, so he can rewind fucking time. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, "You're so boring. There's no stakes." And I'm like, "Ah, I hate you." Yeah, God, I hate you. Well, and it's weird because the original Superman one and two were originally written as one mammoth 500-page movie, mm -hmm. and so it was like. It didn't end with Superman turning back time, and then more shit happens, and it's like. Everybody sits in the second film going, but can he do the... Why doesn't he just do the... Yeah, 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 that exactly. was supposed to be the end of both. Uh, but still, reversing time by flying around the Earth, not the, not the greatest. Not the greatest, not the greatest plot scheme. Not the best you. representation of Superman. Also, Small he just kills a bunch of people yeah. in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, well, All the Kryptonians just dead. No, and no, doesn't care. We don't, no know. We don't know. We don't well, know. I mean, they have no powers, and they just kind of leave them in crevices who, to die. Who knows what's down in that crevasse? A hypothermia, where, Hi they, will, could be <laughs> where anything. they will just sit and die. <laughs> Also, uh, a power that never got brought back that I really oh, wish Jesus. got brought back. The cellophane shield. <laughs> the cellophane shield. Why did he need that? What are we doing? It's like when they give Spider-Man a car. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you mm. doing this? Uh, cool. Anyway, Aladdin. Aladdin, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Double back real quick. Cost up. There's a community meetup at EGX. To give you a quick pimpin' for that. Uh, Kalen Morin tweeting about it. Uh, Thursday. They're gonna go see uh, the Kingsman too and eat a meal. What are they gonna eat? I don't know. It's in the UK, probably fish and chips. A shoe. A shoe, maybe a shoe. Bangers and mash. Bowling on Friday, Saturday, the big one at Brewdog. I don't know what the big one is. What is that? Anybody? All the knickers Anybody? will be in a twist. That's now we're talking. Now we're right know. where we need to be. All right. Cool. Is that regular bowling or is that metric bowling? I don't even know if they have the same kind of pins or balls there. I don't know. I don't know what they, I think they do it. I think they do it like a '90s Nickelodeon TV show where the pins are all people, and they just roll a giant ball. I think Wild that's. I think, I think that's just. Uh, I think that's just British bowling. <laughs> <laughs> now in the chat, yeah, Monk XXX says sometimes Spidey goes out into the countryside where there are no buildings. That's true, and it's the saddest, saddest time in Spider-Man's life yeah. when he's getting on a city bus. I think about that all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. What, I, what was your, what was your take on Spider-Man: Homecoming? Love Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, right? Spider-Man Homecoming was, um, and listen, the Raimi version of Spider-Man, I think, was was really wonderful. I think Spider-Man 2 was probably the best of his movies. But, yeah, 100%. Uh, but Spider-Man was was really amazing, and I love the, the kind of portrayal. But I got the vibe from it that a kid would get watching the Richard Donner Superman right now, like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It feels... It feels like Raimi really grew up with the 60s and 70s Spider-Man, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think Homecoming was the Spider-Man that I kind of expected and, and grew up with sure. a little bit more, you know? Yeah, yeah no, totally. Ra even, 
even Raimi's Spider-Man reminded me so much of the 90s cartoon Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. With, you know, the fucking Spider-Man. When were these two guys born? Where are they from? What timeline do they inhabit? But even you'll that, never know. That, you'll that, never know. When you watch that cartoon, <laughs> or when even you know, like, I think growing up, I was reading the Spider-Man. Like I, you know, the first Spider-Man book I remember getting and getting into, and issue after issue was mm -hmm. McFarlane's Spider-Man yep. number one on, where he's already married to Mary Jane. He's already an adult. Yeah. And so when I fall out after the Clone Saga, I miss kind of the whole. The reboots they do the to bring them back and down and the whole ultimate thing and stuff. So then getting back into comics Oof. or Marvel comics now and reading them. Ultimate Spider-Man is so good. Yeah, exactly. So, and I so enjoy good. it. And that's the thing where I, as a kid growing up reading Spider-Man and watching the Spider-Man cartoons, I always thought of him as the Marvel hero. <laughs> It's yeah. so awesome. He's wearing a tucked-in rugby shirt, exactly. going to Met Gallus. <laughs> and have it, then the lens change while I'm gone of, no, 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 he's a kid and there are bigger heroes. There yeah. are people who are doing more crazy things. I loved how that was represented in this movie. It's perfect. And I, I honestly, I was really worried before the Sony-Marvel deal uh was made where I was like, how are you going to do Civil War without even a little bit of Spider-Man? Yeah. Because in that, in, the, in Civil War, Spider-Man wasn't just... You know the kind of the kind of young kid trying to figure himself out and figure out where Again, he belongs in the world. Adult dude, he, yeah, but, yeah, or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he was like the audience surrogate. Spider Man was like us watching Civil War. Gotcha. Now I'm caught up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Spider Peter Parker in the story was like us being like, oh, I like Captain America, but he's doing some bad stuff. And yeah, Tony's yeah, yeah. my friend. Exactly. I like all these guys. And what am I gonna do? And I've got this. I've got my. All these people that I love, and yeah. so when they were like Civil War, I was like, not without Spider Man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, and I also thought that Civil, like when I saw Civil War Spider Man, I was like, it, crushed it. This is gonna be great. I, I was talking about like that that segment of the movie mm -hmm. ruined the movie for me because in the entire lead up to it, at like the thirty minute mark, I leaned over to Tim at Alamo Draft House. I'm like, where the fuck is Spider Man? I'm for Spider Man. Give me some Spider Man. And then Spider Man came. And I was like, yeah. Oh, and it was like everything I wanted. Yeah. And then they're like. All right, we're gonna break away and go do our own thing. I'm like, no, no, you're not. Like, no, fucking hell. Man, he's you know such I mean? a good boy. Yeah, stay with him. Stay with that good boy. Do you have a metal arm? That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the moment between him and him and Cap, where it's like, yeah, where yeah, you yeah, from? Yeah. Queens, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, ah, uh, so good, mm. so fucking good. Where yeah. does Homecoming rank on your MCU list? Uh, from the chat, Ooh. Maximum Cortez is asking, where does Homecoming rank on your MCU? I didn't list? see that go by in the chat, but he's okay. using the new audio Twitch. He's function. using the Twitch audio function. He gave a, he's it, a Patreon he, supporter where he quit his job and moved to San Francisco to sit in the audience. It's that's a Patreon tier that you can have. That's the uh, that's the four thousand dollar a month tier. <laughs> um, the privilege of being in the audience. Homecoming ranks pretty high up for yeah, me. Too. Pretty high up. We did an episode where we ranked all the Marvel movies. It'd be tough for me to, to sit down and rank them all now. Uh, I, I would have to do some real organization. In my, I might have to whiteboard it out at this point. I mean... We got the whiteboard right there. I'm, I'm good to do it. All right, give me... I'm good to cool, do right, it. Do we have markers over here? <laughs> but I think, like, where, where do I stand? Iron Man 2 is way high. Not Iron Man 2. Iron Man 3 is way high up there. Oh. Fuck yes! Iron I, Man 3. I love this Dude, man. Iron Man 3 is dope. Shane Black doing Iron Man? He, Ooh. There's actually repercussions for something that happened in this universe. Oh, His PTSD. It's awesome. It's so good. It's a great idea, mm. Andy. 
Why you like Iron Man two like an idiot? Iron no, Man. Oh, uh, I'm whiplash, bro. I my fight's Iron two Man seconds. Two. I just think that Iron Man three and two are like on the fucking same level. No way. No, no negative. Way. Negatory. I want. I want Tony Stark in the fucking suits flying around. I don't want these. Can we get a moderator in the fucking chat to take care of this kid? <laughs> Mute, it. Mute hey, this he, kid. He, Put he him on it. a timeout. He gave us four thousand dollars. <laughs> say whatever he wants with the, the, the peanut gallery. <laughs> we accept it at that point. <laughs> uh, but I love Shane Black. Everything. Though. Yeah. I I really do love uh, whenever they take a Marvel movie and put somebody on it and give them. It's really tough. Like we saw with Edgar Wright, um, to put somebody who really is an auteur into a Marvel movie and let them do what they want. And yeah. you, you know, it works better. It works better the lower stakes the character actually is. So like James Gunn could come in and be like, yep. "Here's what I like about Guardians." Nobody and I'm fucking doing my cares day. about Guardians of the Galaxy. Cool. Here's my pitch. Do Let's your, go. Do your tree movie, bro. Yeah. Like nobody, <laughs> like nobody really stopped him from doing what he wanted. Yeah. Whereas like. But I, it's you know it's really hard for somebody to get their own personal style into yeah, a movie, yeah, yeah. and I felt like Shane Black had his fingerprints all over Iron Man right, three, right. you know, and I love I love well, like so much good dialogue and characterization and Tony just being Tony and hanging out with that kid and talking to that kid like I liked that I did I've seen him be Iron Man a million times and I've seen it a million times since then. It was kind of like it, you know it's one of those things where you can only take a character like Iron Man. He has he has all the money. He has all you know. This is the Batman problem. Yeah, yeah. You can only you can only take him to be so rich, have so many gadgets, do so many things before you're like, all right, tear it down. Yep. What can we do with him that Back isn't just yeah, yeah that yeah, he yeah. can't just solve instantaneously? Yeah, yeah. So I liked Iron Man three. That ranks pretty high up there for me. Uh, See what I here's when I did my ranking, which yeah. the chat or I'm sorry, the comments on YouTube and the people at the table universally agreed was the best one. I said the problem I had is that. I think Spider-Man Homecoming, and it's still fresh, I know, so mm -hmm. it's a bold thing to say, but I think I'm right, is my favorite super... I think they got superheroes right. This is a superhero... This is the best Marvel yes. movie, I think. It's my favorite Marvel movie. I love it. However, in my rankings, I had to put... A, I had to put on my editorial hat. You know, be a little, try to be as objective as possible and put Avengers ahead of it. But it which I... Because that's always the cheat, I feel. Where yeah. Avengers... It's been built up to over what was it six hours of film or more than that eight hours mm -hmm. of film until we got there. So when we got there, it could just be you know all these guys. Let's go and have fun. But also did a great job of spinning all these plates. You know, keeping all these things in, the, keeping all these balls in the air, keeping all these things going. But like I remember, I went and I saw Avengers uh, with a friend at the time who hadn't really seen any of the mm. Marvel. I think maybe saw Iron Man yeah, yeah. and didn't see the rest of uh, the Marvel movies up until then and still like understood Avengers, got it, nice. thought it thought it moved clean. You know, that was a hard movie to make. Sure. That's a hard movie to make. Um, and those kind of, the Avengers movies are going to get harder and harder and the Marvel movies are going to get harder and harder because now the movies are kind of becoming what the comic books are where it's like, I hope you know all of these things yeah, yeah, yeah. before you do your homework before yeah, exactly. you come watch Required this two-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would put Avengers pretty high up there. But also, I think because you are you are probably somebody who has done so many ranking lists sure. throughout your career, you know that like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of tricky putting the new one up top. Yeah, I know. But you also probably at this point can trust your gut. I mean, I just I, I don't know if it's because the bar was so low for homecoming. I, it's just. Mm -hmm. And it's also that I've been burned, you know. I was what do you mean? It. We were coming off of Amazing Spider-Man Two, clearly the high point of Spider-Man films. 
It gets a lot of hate that it doesn't deserve. It it was not bad. It was I mean it was, I, it, was it great? It was it was one of those it was movies not bad. where I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, Garfield and I enjoyed Emma Stone and I like I liked those characters and I liked I liked Amazing Spider-Man a one enough. I liked it enough. Yeah. My favorite thing about those two movies was like like you were saying, Garfield and Stone playing these like Two teens that you believe are intensely in love. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. moments that were Peter and uh, Peter and Gwen yeah. were so wonderful, and I really believed that they believed what they were doing and yeah. their emotion. And I could tell that they were having fun with it more so than like McGuire and Dunst, who sure. I felt like never really had that chemistry. Yeah. Um, but you know, the overall, the story, the plotting, the whole. Well, then that I mean, Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two's like knock right is that I feel like it's it was too much a comic book. Where it was yeah. like, hey, Rhino's in the front and in the end, and that's the end, and then this, and then like Jamie Foxx is this bumbling moron who's now fucking electric eels give him, and it's like, yeah, it's dumb fucking comics. Comics are dumb when you spell them out. Marvel has created a very intense problem for everyone, uh, including DC, um, Especially re- DC, regardless of where you where you sit on the DC EU. Uh, I can tell you this table is split, but... <laughs> no, I mean, but, uh, we're not. We're really not. But um, because Marvel did everything so right and built this amazing cinematic universe, which was not a phrase we had before Marvel, Sure. now everybody's rushing to catch up. And yeah. Sony r- practically, tr- they just tripped over themselves running so fast to catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just like, and now there's a Spider-Verse, and it's like, hold your horse, you have not earned a Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Sister Six, standalone movie. Yeah. Like, why? No, why the fuck would I want that? It's all starting with Tom Cruise and the mummy, and it's the kid, it's the, the, oh, these it's the character's teen's love. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, <laughs> the Invisible Man. Ooh, it's every Captain Nemo coming yeah. back. It's all of the... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was a uh, rough going there. I don't think we're as far apart on the DCEU as you like to believe we are. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Is this a, I, I couldn't tell if you're actually drinking. No, 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 that was, that was like, not a bit. That was not a bit. Not talking about the DCEU. Um, well, we're very. You and I spoke after Man of Steel, and we were very t- we were very torn on Man of Steel. I don't know if your Man opinion Steel, has changed was, over time. I, Man of Steel, I was like, I was super disappointed in. Okay. And I and I and what I always say with Man of Steel is that I was super disappointed in it because the trailer was so fucking good. The trailer looked like, hey, I'm Zack Snyder, and this is DC, and we get what yeah. Superman is, and we're gonna give you the Superman film. But can I tell you, I think the further. The more I see trailers for Zack Snyder movies, the mm-hmm. more I feel like Zack Snyder is a, uh, is a very ambitious, very visual guy who gets caught up in his, in his set pieces and his moments sure. and, then, and then literally figures out the through line of his story maybe while he's editing. Mm-hmm. And that's why his trailers are always so pitch perfect, moment perfect, down to the two fathers trailer. Yeah. For Man of Steel, yeah. I still think my like my hair is literally yeah. standing on end right yeah. now. Still thinking about that trailer. Man of Steel trailer is the best Superman movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that through line wasn't wasn't really there, and the ideas were very muddled yeah. in there. You know, is is Clark like this? this bitter outsider, or is he somebody who feels like Earth is his home? Yeah. You know, what is Zod trying to do? Is he trying to get uh, Clark over to his side, or is he trying to destroy Clark? Where are these, where are these through lines? How does everybody feel? Yeah. What are they doing? No, and, I, I, the, no, motivations were lost, and it was this, and it wasn't the Superman film we were promised. Yeah. And that's why I was so, 
Knockdown, because I was talking about it. You know, I, I went to screening, uh, pre-screening with WB at E3 that year, mm -hmm. and I came back the next day. And Rich George, you know, IGN Comics at the time, sat down. He's like, "How was it?" And I was like, "It was good." And he's like, "Oh my god, it's bad." I, oh my yeah. god, based on this reaction, I can tell this is bad. And I was like, "But it isn't." But it wasn't. And, and, it, and it wasn't until yeah. a year and a half later. I didn't see it again in theaters. I didn't know that, which is like telltale. Mm -hmm. Like I. Superman Returns, I saw a billion times. Yeah, I saw Super. I even saw Superman Returns like twice. Three Batman times. Superman, I've seen five times now or whatever. That's in your theaters. choice. You live your life stick the way me, you live your life. Stick with me, stick with me. <laughs> the but then uh, when I went back finally and watched Man of Steel again, yeah. I, my expectations again were so low that this time I was like, okay, it's a sci fi movie more than a Superman movie. Yes. It is very clearly, you see what you just talked about, it is in the shadow of the Marvel movies where DC was like, we can't just be. We can't just make the movies we want. To, we can't just make superheroes the way we make superheroes in the mm -hmm. comics. We need to go somewhere different because we'll just be compared to Marvel, and then everybody'll get sick of them. We have to. We have to be different. We have to be different. Yeah, and I, I think there's also a, a a much bigger problem aside aside from Batman. I think there's a much bigger problem uh, adapting DC characters into film and and keeping a long term continuity. I mean, we see it with DC Comics as well, where like. They do a lot of reboots and things because the characters at DC are more mythological. They're more representative of ideals and archetypes. Yeah. If you could tell, you could teach in a mythology class right after Greek and Roman mythology and Norse mythology, you could teach DC right sure. along with it. Well, I forget when who super, it was. Somebody recently I was talking to, and uh, they use this adage I'd never heard before, but that Marvel characters are mortals yes. suddenly imbibed with the powers of gods, whereas DC characters are gods trying to live as yeah. mortals. And it's it like, it's oh, Zeus wow, coming yeah. down and dealing with somebody who's trying to trick Zeus, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and so and it that's becomes, the reason, right? Like, Sorry to keep cutting you off. No. But for DC, right, Batman's far and away the most popular person. Why? He is you. He's a person who is like, he, you, you could see someone mm -hmm. doing that. Although I will say uh, we do get to the point in DC Comics where Batman in a lot of ways is the most somehow unbelievable. Of course. Of He's super all the Batman. He can beat it. Yeah. It all starts with that. Do you remember this one Wizard Magazine article? Somebody did a think piece in Wizard where they're like, the Justice League turns on itself, this is how it goes. And they wrote this entire narrative and it ended with Batman being the one who beat everybody. Yeah, and everyone finished it. that and they're like, oh, yeah, Batman could beat everybody. And that's been the argument through line forever and ever and ever and ever. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's true in situations. Every one of them can win in situations. Exactly, exactly. Batman's is... Hey, do I have time to do this literally from the shadows? Yeah. Can I turn you against each other? Can I use what I know about you? Can I Superman and Batman standing in a room? Exactly. But like, no, I mean, there's that... no there's no there's no reasoning your way out of that. But I feel like the DC comics now are very much like Oh, we'll reason our way out of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> 100%. Even with Batman Metal right now. I haven't even started it. You haven't even started it. Is it good? It's good. It's very... Um, Snyder and Morrison, man. Yeah. Snyder and Morrison with Batman, I, I just love. Because they really do want to turn Batman into this mythological character. Like, very literally. Yeah. They want to turn him into, like, this, you know this magical bat force that's been around since the dawn of time. <laughs> you know, since like the return of Bruce Wayne, they've been yeah, doing this yeah, like, totally, totally, totally. I have been here throughout all time and the bat has always been with you. And it's yeah, like, yeah. wow. All right, so God, the take a yeah, breath. Yeah, yeah. Can you just be a guy? His parents died. <laughs> He's a rich guy and he yeah. cares. I don't know. And that was, I mean, that was the other thing too. Like, you know, again, why I like continuity in certain aspects. Like when they did the death of Bruce Wayne, mm -hmm. right, uh, before New 52, 
and like Dick took over the cow and had to work with Damien. Ooh. Those books were fantastic. All Star Batman and Robin, man. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Dick yep. Grayson Batman was so good. Yeah. Was so good. Wasn't it just Batman and Robin? Was it just I Batman and Robin? Oh, yeah. All Star was Robin. when he came. Yeah. All Star wasn't. Is the. No, wait, what am I thinking? Which one's the, I'm the goddamn Batman? Yeah, that's All-Star. Yeah, right? That's All-Star. God, that, that scene, God. What, what, God, I'm the goddamn Batman. If you haven't read All-Star Batman and Robin, you need to go back of when he picks up Dick Grayson. And they, just Google it, because you've definitely seen people make fun of it. It's so good, man. Driving the Batman screen. It's like uh, it's like Mark Miller with like with Captain America and the Ultimates. That yeah, one yeah, panel yeah. is just like, the A on my helmet doesn't stand for France. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a white guy in a lad. Are you excited for Justice League? Or have you been burned too many times now? I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. I'm certainly gonna go see it. I, you know, there, there, there are things where Justice League makes me feel a little pre-burned in yeah. a weird way, and it yeah, has yeah, nothing yeah. to do with the rest of the DCEU. I love Ezra Miller. Love Ezra Miller. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant actor, entertains me in everything he's in. I love me Grant Gustin, though. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I understand we're gonna, we're gonna use Infinite Earths as our way to explain this away, but Grant Gustin's my Barry Allen right now. I, what I always say, right, is that Grant Gustin's performance and how good Flash season one and two mm -hmm. are and were uh, is the f reason why I can't even read uh, Flash comics right now. Because I crack them open and I'm like, this isn't my Barry. This doesn't yeah. look like my Barry. Well, I've told you, I actually hear, you and I have talked about this, I actually hear... Grant Gustin's voice in my head for Wally West. Because the, uh, the CW Barry Allen is kind of a mix of the two yeah, yeah, yeah. with everything that's going on with him. And I, I really started getting into The Flash with, with Wally West on the Michael Ringo Hell run. Yeah. And, yeah. and so good, and Mark Wade and just all that, that again, stuff. Again, that's the, back to the point of why yeah. continuity was awesome. Yeah. That there was actually a lineage, that I was Kid Flash, Barry gives his life, mm -hmm. I step up and put on this mantle, here's my stories. Yeah. And all the stuff with it, like the Speed Force and all that stuff, and all that, all those ideas, I kind of think of as that run. Yeah. So I always hear Grant Gustin as 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 Wally West in my head. But yeah, yeah. So I I, I would love to see Grant in the movie. He's not in the movie. I also love Ezra Miller. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm just kind of like. How long are they going to hide Superman yep, from us? Exactly. I mean, and not. how much Superman am I going to get? And is he going to yep. be? Can he come back, as he did in, de in Death and Return, over my dead body, and just be, just be the Superman I want him to be? Yeah. See, I, I, and that's the problem is you won't leave that film. I don't think knowing that yet. You know, I, mean? I don't think yeah. they're going to give you closure, like especially because like you you've seen all the trailers, right? Yeah. I assume that last one where like. Alfred in the water like vibrates. He's like, "Oh, we were expecting you or something." Like that. You assume that's Superman. They're right? gonna. Um, I don't want. I don't want to. This isn't really. This isn't really a spoiler. But I think they're gonna kind of Twin Peaks the Return us, where we're like, Twin Peaks the Return just. That. I don't get the uh, Twin Peaks the Return just uh, just finished up, and the whole thing was like, when what at what episode do we get Agent Cooper? Agent Cooper, mm -hmm. the main character in okay. the original. Where where when's Cooper? When's Cooper? When's Cooper? And yeah. it's like it was a little too long, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That we were waiting. Okay, 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 okay. And I have a feeling it's gonna be some third act. And that's literally Deus Ex Machina. Superman will literally be the god in the machine who who comes down, much like a Greek myth. Yeah. And is like, don't worry, guys, I'm here. And I love that you're all working together and we're all friends. Yeah. It's well, your see, friendship that brought me back. I mean, like in my head, right? Of like wrapping around how this is going to happen and how they're going to do this. Yeah. I really hope, and I doubt they did, 
But I really hope the trailers so far are like, you know, just we're seeing a third of the movie and then there's so much. And he comes back at the end of Act 1, right at the beginning of Act 2, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and we get building with that. More reality, what I think is going to happen is that water shaking on the table is going to be the Kryptonian biosuit that brought him back, right? Yeah. Punching through a wall in the Batcave or digging up through the ground, coming there and then him shitting him out. God. And then him being there and being like, Metropolis are my dead body. And then flying off to wherever they are to beat the shit out of Steppenwolf with them. And then that's the end of the movie. How long you think, because I feel like Zack Snyder's a guy who just loves the idea of Superman in a mech suit. How long you think he drags that on? I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing it really early. Yeah. This thing burrowing through the ground or coming at the, you, you know that's what's coming. That's such a Snyder image to me. The, yeah. the, the Just the dark Kryptonian battle armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's hope. I mean, I in the same breath, I wouldn't, I think it'd be really cool if it was, you know, an agent of Darkseid or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, that they have taken his body and done that and they, get, they have to shake him loose of that with like, Golden Lasso, and here's the memories and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I want to. I want to. I want it to be great, but I've just been burnt. Yeah, here's where I am. I'm gonna go see everyone. Yeah, and that's and they know that that's where I am. Yeah, <laughs> they got me. Do you like the idea of they them pulling away from continuity and doing these like Joker, not not just the Joker origins, but like doing movies that are just like one offs or whatever? They keep talking about Red Sun comes up in these things. I would rather see that stuff. Yeah. Um, I would because I think that stuff allows. Both like it allows writers and directors to do what they're strongest at. Yeah, you know, find the director who's perfect for Red Sun. It's a great story. Yeah, find yeah. the director who who maybe could even do. God, do you remember that one they did in the '90s where it was uh, where it was Superman was was like Tarzan and the Jungle Book oh, yeah. kind of like yeah, wrapped yeah, yeah. together. It was during the Elseworlds yep. annuals. Ooh, God, Elseworlds, okay. so good. Yep. And there's there's a lot of stuff of the you know like Speeding Bullets or even Gotham by Gaslight. Like yep. a lot of these things where it's like, yes. Yes, give me those. Yeah. Um, well, and, th and then it l it lets the characters also be the best at where the be what they are the best at as well. Yeah. Batman walks into a room and you know what this movie is about because you know what Batman represents. Exactly. I I would I would love to see the Elseworlds, you know, whatever label they want to call it, take mm -hmm. off just so we could get a Kingdom Come movie. Yes. Because what I've always said, Anthony Carboni, is if I could get rich. And I'm trying here. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Yeah. If I can make a We just a lot need of money, a few more people at the Maximum Cortez, $4,000 a month here, level. What I'd want to do if I got a lot of money is start making famous friends. And then I would just want to put together, I would, I would spend all this money just to make a trailer for Kingdom Come. Mm -hmm. And it would be John Hamm as Superman. In the, you know what I mean? And we're going, yeah, we're going yeah. with the Christopher Reeve suit, so not none of this molded plastic bullshit. It looks like Alex Ross, right? It's it's just spandex over him or whatever mm -hmm. in the black thing. And we're going through and doing it all. And then at the very end, like the stinger I have, right, is like, you know, it's like, boom, kingdom come, whatever year, da da da. And then it's like the conversation of him just going, Bruce, you know I don't have that dark side. And it's a, it's a wide shot of the cave or whatever. Yeah. And then it's from the back of the bat chair, and he just spins around, and it's Michael Keaton, and he goes, Tell that to your tailor. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, oh. that's all I want. I just, and I got to befriend Michael Keaton, and I got to befriend uh, John Hamm. We can film it. Listen. We can film most of it here, probably. I have a feeling one, I mean, one of those two people probably watches. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Probably yeah. watching. That's a good point. John Hamm or Michael Keaton is probably watching the kind of funny movie show right now. And, yeah. and also, John Hamm and Michael Keaton, if you haven't used your half price Twitch subscription yet, Get on it. I, one but of you also has it. to have Amazon Prime. I mean, that you have Twitch Prime. It's free. Uh, required <laughs> reading this week for the comics episode was Snot Girl, Volume 1, written by Brian Lee O'Malley. You're a fan of this book. Love this book. Are you now? Yeah. Tell me all about it. Uh, so Snot Girl is about 
a fashion blogger mm-hmm. named Lottie Person because uh, she is a lot of person. <laughs> she really is a lot to deal with. And I love it. It's very Brian Lee O'Malley. Yeah. Uh, and it's all about the life of somebody who basically makes their living being this sort of digital media influencer fashion blogger. Huh. And, um, but is doing it to kind of combat their own insecurities. Yeah. Um, she names all of her friends. All of her other friends are influencers as well, and she gives them all these horrible nicknames. They're all horrible to each other. Yeah, exactly. They're um, terrible, terrible people. <laughs> so it's like she is snot girl because she hides the fact that she has these horrible allergies. She is less than perfect, and she doesn't like to show it. Well, the best part is that yeah. she doesn't name herself snot girl. No. Right? Cool girl does. Cool girl, cool Lott- girl names her snot cool girl. Cool girl yeah. comes on early in the book. A cool girl uh, befriends Lottie. Lottie immediately knows mm-hmm. cool girl is cooler than her, hence calling her cool girl. Yeah. And cool girl calls her snot girl, and mm-hmm. that's when things get bad because yeah. no, she's the one who gives out the nickname. Yeah. Usually. And it's like uh, cute girl, norm girl. Uh, who is It's cute girl, norm girl, cool girl. Is it like anime girl? Oh, I mean, uh, no, that's cute girl. The the photographer, she gives everybody these names. But the deal is uh, Lottie befriends the girl that she names Cool Girl. Uh, at the same time, she starts taking new medication for her allergies. And this comic that starts off about kind of the superficial friendships of these people turns into this really weird, almost European thriller where you don't know where what's real and what isn't real. Exactly. Is somebody was somebody murdered? Was somebody not murdered? Was Lottie how, was how, Lottie the killer? Is yeah. Cool Girl real? How come Cool Girl only shows up when Lottie's around? Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It, it becomes like this very weird, almost Brian De Palma thing via Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and that was what was weird for me is that I, Snot Girl had so much hype leading up to launch. Bought mm-hmm. issue one at launch, read issue one, and didn't like it. And kind of because it, it was it gets weird at the end in the cliffhanger. That, oh, and this is required reading. You're supposed to read it. So the uh, supposed death there mm-hmm. didn't hit me hard enough because I was like still trying to wrap my head around the world that they were building. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, and I never picked up issue two. Never did. Then we were doing uh, comics in the park where we go drink beer and read comics. Me and Jen. And mm-hmm. Jen got this one from the local shop. And I was like, okay. She finished it, loved it, handed it to me, and I read the rest of the way. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't give this enough time to yeah. mature because I'm totally into it. But now the problem I'm in is I'm very much in how I was with when I started reading Walking Dead way, way I mean, in 2001. Mm-hmm. No, 2005. Um, where I bought a trade, so now I'm just going to buy trades. Like, I, so I'm waiting. I keep, I keep like, when's trade two for Snot Girl coming up? Oh, it's still not out? Fuck, all right. Yeah, it's got to be soon, though, because they just, it's coming out. Oh, no, they no, just coming did out. six yeah, 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 last yeah. month. But uh, I, I get what you're saying because, now, I, I probably read more... I don't know how many slice of life comics you read right now. I pick up a few, but not. Yeah. A, I'm not like all over them. I'm kind of into them. Like I'll read, like I'll read Lumberjanes and Giant Days and things like. Like I love these. Like how is Giant Days? So good. I just saw. We're gonna. I'm gonna pull up for us to make pick of the weeks. But I noticed the cover today, and I was like, Oh, that looks actually. Really it's good. a. It's like a college friendship comedy. Like huh, all right. So there's not a lot of you know. There's not a lot of. It's it's just a comedy. It's okay. a slice of life comedy. So I'm kind of into this sort of stuff. Uh, so I was probably a little more into the first issue than you were, but one of the things that kept me going for issue two wasn't so much the strength of issue one as, as a plot, but just Brian Lee O'Malley is so good at not writing a story about a scene or a type of person like, oh, I know about it or I know those people, but like he is one of those people. Sure. When he wrote Scott Pilgrim, you're like, oh, of course, this is this like lost slacker 
you know, kind of hipster guy that was like in in and around the 2006 rock scene. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he felt like he was a part of that. When he wrote Seconds, it felt like he was part of the restaurant scene and the foodie scene that was like very popular two, three years ago. Like everybody was a foodie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? With this, it really feels like, oh, he gets the fashion blogger thing. This feels like I know who these people are now through reading this. They feel yeah. real. Um, and I also just kind of love the idea of using these digital influencers as the archetype for like, hey, when we're all in our mid, early to mid 20s, we're all motivated by insecurity. Sure. Um, and we're so afraid of our tiny insecurities and the tiny things we hate about ourselves that we go so far out of our way to hide them that we wind up doing more damage and doing much more horrible things to people and, and that, to ourselves. And one of the most honest se- scenes I think in the book, right, is that uh, Lottie's ex-boyfriend, Sonny, is dating Charlene, who's mm-hmm. this like plain Jane girl, used to be Lottie's assistant, but she did, forgot all about her. She just works at a coffee shop now. Yeah. And Lottie is increasingly shittier and shittier to Charlene. And at one point, Sonny calls her on this at a party. He's like, yeah. "What the? F- why are you doing this? And she's like, if, I, if you'd let me explain it. And he's like, all right, explain it. And she runs down all the things in her head, and it's like, Oh, these are all terrible these reasons. Are terrible like, ideas, I, yeah. I, like when somebody finally is like, "No, fucking explain why you're like this," and you're like, "You know, you're right. I'm I'm doing a lot of shitty things." I'm right the now. bad person. I yeah. am the bad person in this story. Uh, so I just I just love that. I love the way I love the way they use that as this sort of background for a slightly supernatural or heightened reality story. Yeah, it's good, man. It's I really, really enjoy well, it. I, we haven't talked about it. Love the art. I think the art's really, really powerful. The coloring's really it mm-hmm. pops in a way that a lot of comics I don't think do. You know, yeah. what I mean? it's not afraid to use. First off, I mean like crazy text, but then well not crazy text, but different text, and then like just really explore a color palette. Well, it's very uh, Leslie Hung does a very um, something you see a lot in uh, in Korean and Japanese comics, which is um, things are not super detailed except for the things that are the most important to the story. So like, it's very cartoony and very simple. Yeah. But the fashion, because it's a thing about people who are into fashion. Yeah. The the outfits are real. They look very real and very detailed. Well, I mean, that's the thing about it. When I first started reading, is it reminded me so much of Batgirl uh, of Burnside, right? Yes. When Bab, when Bab started it, and like I would talk to her about like the choices she was making. She would talk about like, well, you know, fashion's a huge thing for me, so I'm putting them into outfits that are contemporary and what people would be wearing and make them feel real. Yeah. Rather than just, oh, they're a tank top and jeans. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, that's fascinating. It's just like, whatever, they wear a, he wears a suit and it's fine until he becomes Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's just suits. Done, it's easy. Yeah, yeah make it look like a tuxedo. It's, uh, it's really great. Uh, and if you read all the way up to six, it just keeps heightening and heightening and heightening. And that's my question, I guess, for you've done the extra credit, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. You've read beyond the required reading. When do we get answers in the books you've read? We get answers, we get more questions. Okay, because uh, that's the thing where I am caught up, where I was like, because like, in the required reading, right, like it looks like she kills Cool Girl. Mm-hmm. But then Cool Girl's fine. But then is Cool Girl real? And then at the end of this one, does she kill Charlene for real? And that's like the yeah. thing where I am like, when is volume two coming? And I keep doing that, do I want to just buy him? But I know if I just buy him, Jen's going to buy the trade. Then I got all these goddamn issues floating around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, the long boxes, Greg. I, I'm I will back. never I'm, go back. That's I'm back to the long boxes. I can't, I can't stop. No, no, can't do it. I like. That's why I, I'll buy trades, put them on the bookcase. They look nice. I can share them. And then I buy them on the iPad. Do you want to know? You you know what happened what is, happened? Uh, you know, last year uh, Trish and I were hosting that show for Comic Con HQ. Sure. Uh, Nerd HQ. Yeah, the the yeah 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 Nerd HQ for Zachary Levi's Nerd HQ. There was never a Comic Con HQ, and we never have to discuss it again. <laughs> uh, but Trish and I were hosting that show. What's news? And uh, I was like, I'm going to use this as my excuse to get way back into comics. I'm going to start reading every, yeah. reading everything yeah. again. Uh, 
and I just it just became long boxes again. And now I can't stop. Why, why don't you buy digital like I do? I, I buy everything too, but I buy it digitally. Because <sighs> I love... Because I, I loved just having the comics sure, at first. Sure. Now I have an iPad Pro. I went out no, and got an iPad Pro. Now you're talking. That was the first device where I looked at it. A friend brought one over. And I was like, this is a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started buying digital. But now I love the people at my local comic shop so much. Eastside LA, Secret Headquarters in Silver Lake. If you're ever there, you go in, you say hi to Lee and Julie for me, and you tell them that they're wonderful people. Just, tell, just say, hey, I'm here to pick up Anthony Carboni's pull list. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't come out with a bag like this. <laughs> All right, that'll be $400. They, this is a prank. This is a prank. No, this is a prank. It's a prank. it's a prank. I cannot pick Don't up this comment. Because now, they, and they also do the thing now where they're like, they just throw shit in because they know, oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, know yeah, I'm yeah. going to like it. Well, that's my favorite thing to do here is every so often, like, uh, I was telling you about Southern Bastards. Love Southern Bastards. Southern Bastards is a trade that Danny O'Dwyer recommended mm -hmm. that I had never done. I, and he's like, you should go downstairs and get it. I'm like, all right. And he left, and I went downstairs and bought it, right? And it's the same thing whenever I go in there, because I like the books on the shelf look. Is Me where too. I, I go in there, and I, I ignore the singles because I'm buying them on Comixology. That's my, that's my jam. But then I look through and I love going to their little, they have the little recommend, this is what we recommend. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, and I just sit there and pick all this different shit up and put it, and bring it home and do that. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's dangerous. So here's the question for you. For me. We love Snot Girl. We love Snot Girl. You can prep your questions, comments, concerns for anything you want to talk about on the show, but also Snot Girl here, because we're going to get to that in a second. You get to the choice to pick next week's required reading. It can either be Southern Bastards, or it can be Giant Days, I say. Or if you think there's something else we're all missing that we need to jump into. No, no. I think, I think if you haven't done Southern Bastards, Southern it, would, Bastards? It, it, would be, it would be a disservice to allow you to do anything except Southern Bastards. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, required reading, volume one of Southern Bastards. Give it a shot. You like Jason Aaron, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You read that Doctor Strange run? Uh, no, I haven't, but I keep getting recommended to me. There's a whole bunch of runs I'm missing because I, Good. I, as I always talk about it, right? Like I bought Marvel Unlimited. Mm -hmm. I read my, I'm reading some Marvel books monthly yeah. now. All new Wolverine, of course. I've been Tom Taylor, anything I'm on. Sure. But I'm trying to expand. Like I, since I'm, I'm so hardcore DC with the Unlimited, I am like, what's a Marvel comic I need to read? Yeah. Put that on the list. Yeah. The the, the Jason Aaron Chris Piccolo run of Doctor Strange. They did that did that Marvel soft reboot because they knew a movie was coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where they don't. Hey, everybody get on board. Yeah, where they don't here's reboot nice everything, but they're just like, here's a good starting point. Sure. It's so good. Anyway. Cool. Next week's uh, required reading, Southern Bastards. Cool, Greg. Can you bring up this Comixology page? We want to run through, Anthony, what, if you have any What's your pick of the week? So is Giant Days 30 where people, like, and this is what we're going to read. You know what I'm saying? We're not assigning it. Mm -hmm. For me, obviously, it's Walking Dead 171. This is this week. I got to uh, keep up. Yeah, this is what popped this morning. Well, I do love, I do love Shade the Changing Girl. Do you now? Oh I God! I haven't been reading that one. Everything Young Animal does, but that one's real. That one's real surreal. It's not. I, I, it's not really for everyone. Scroll down. What else we got? What else we got? The Woods has been pretty, pretty decent. Have you been keeping up at all with this uh, War of Jokes and Riddles with Batman? I have. I haven't. I have. I, I have. I've, I've been letting them stack up, and then I'm gonna you go hear, in. But that doesn't you sound hear, like you hear me. It's not a ringing endorsement. I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm gonna pick up Wickdiv. Obviously. Got it. Yeah, I don't know. Pick of the week. That's tough. That's okay. a pretty good. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good front page for yeah, the week. Yeah, it's just page. Yeah, that's just page one. There's a lot of stuff. Ooh, uh, I think. I also think this week is when Motor Crush comes back. It is. No, yeah. If you go to, I think it's on page two. Babs is a uh, Motor Crush. On oh, page two. then definitely pick of the week is mo for me is now, Motor that's Crush. The same, now you right now Motor Crush. Motor Crush. You need to tell me and sell me on it because I love Babs. Obviously, I love mm -hmm. the whole Batgirl Burnside team, and that's uh, we're over here making books great. I read issue one, didn't like it enough because of the motorcycles and stuff, and kind of oh, never walked back. Wasn't to your it. thing? No. Should I give it another shot? Did, yeah. I, did I do a snot girl to it where I gave up too early? 
uh, I think so. Okay. I think so. They lean a little, as it goes on, they lean more into the sci-fi of it. Okay. And things start getting, by the time you end with six, which was a couple months ago, um, I've been waiting, I've been waiting for seven for so long because they finally cranked up the sci-fi and got into what this thing is going to be. Yeah. And it's very much like a cross between a, uh, between a, a Western superhero comic and a racing anime. Okay. Uh, and it's gonna, it's gonna be very, an erasing anime and like a, uh, I don't know, like a, like a fighting robot anime. Like uh, there's, it's, like it's got some good, it's got some good stuff. Alright. Yeah. They got a Dark Souls, Dark Souls comic? What is that? We're gonna jump oh, into tips thing. real quick, we're running late, but mm -hmm. like, well you have to get out of here at one, you asked me what time we wrap for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Do you have a hard out today? Uh, I got, I have somewhere I have to be at 1.30, but I think we're okay. Okay, cool. Then I'll run through all this, get you ready for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Okay. Flamboyant Waffle gave us a tip and said, Anthony, how do you get so much done with ADHD? Even with meds, I find it almost impossible to get stuff like reading and writing done, even though I usually enjoy those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough. Uh, medication definitely helps. Routine definitely helps. You have to have, you have to have and stick to a routine. Um, and you have to have and stick to some sort of organizational system. So for me, I use a bullet journal. Which seems to be the best for my particular mindset. What's a which bullet journal? bullet journal is every day you make a to, you just make a to do list. Oh, okay, okay. But it's it's your journal for everything. So it's not just your to do list. It's also like if I get an idea for something I want to do, mm. I put it on. And the secret to the bullet journal is the first few pages is an index. So like if you come up with like an idea about uh, a series that you're working on, you're going to launch a new series on kind sure. of funny. And the idea first comes to you in the middle of the day on one day. You put it in there and. Then you go back to your index and you go, kind of funny new series, page nine. Then as you're going, ah. if you get another thing like three days later and you write it down, you're like, oh, that's another note about the kind of funny new series. It's on page nine and 15. Gotcha. Uh, and then every day you just make a list of the things you have to do that day and then move them to the next day. And gotcha. you don't try to plan, you don't try to get do like a getting things done, like multiple lists and systems and projects yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like, keep it simple, stay focused. Try to do your thing the best you can, but it's hard. I don't get a lot done. I don't, I don't think I get a lot done. Okay, you're like one of the hardest working people I know. You get a lot <laughs> done. You're on a million shows, you're doing podcasts left and right, you're on our stupid stuff, you're doing fine. Cool. I feel very inefficient at all times though, so that's just me. Stotzi gave a tip and said, hi Greg and Anthony. Took the day off of, I'm sorry, took the day off for Destiny 2 grind, Hell so yeah. I can finally watch the show live for the first time in a while. Hope to see Anthony on GOG soon. Love you all. Oh, well, I've and replaced and fired day. everyone. So it's true. There's really no one else to be on the show. I'm but we here. Have to put you on I'm it. here all day, right. every day. Well, thank you. You're always welcome on Game Over Greg's oh, show. Oh, thanks, you know man. We love you. Uh, Sam Dino writes in and says three recommendations for required reading: The Vision by Tom King. Yep. A creepy tale of the Vision creating a family for himself. I, this is another one people were telling me about. It's very. Where good. He moves like the suburbs, right? It's very, very good. Yeah. Okay. Plutona. Five mm -hmm. kids find a dead superhero. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and, and that, that one gets dark. And Day Tripper, a story about life. Day Tripper, I haven't, I haven't read. These all sound very interesting. Yeah, I'll, put, good, I'll write that one down. Based trips. on the strength of your other two wrecks. You can trust them. Yeah. Soul Purpose writes in with the final, or soul, soul, yeah, Soul Purpose. For the, Porpoise, for the final tip right now. A talking com Porpoise. Coming in hot with some game codes. I am become Oprah, distributor of free shit. Enjoy, Batman, the enemy within season pass and my computer ran out of battery. Right there. No code. So we'll come back for that code. Uh, cool girl, if you want to get my battery pack, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to need it, don't I? Yeah, I need it. Yeah. While we do that, I'll jump in the chat. We're going to do the three of three here. We're doing them out of order. You're going to live with it and deal with it. Don't worry about it. Mm. Mm. 
thank you for your donations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Greedy Ears wants to talk about Snot Girl. What do you think the deal is with the cop who's really into fashion and Lottie? That was the only part of it I didn't vibe with. Well, I, I think, I'm trying to think of where we are in, in issue three versus where we are now. Now, Right here, I, he's come to the house and been like, hey, I'm a big fan. Like, he's not there to investigate the death or whatever. But he has the bag, right? I think so. I don't remember the bag part. He, he's like, uh, I'm just a big fan. I'm just here to say, hey. Oh, right, yes, he by does the way, have the bag. I think these are yours. I think, I think it depends on how you read that scene. I think he genuinely That's is cool. a very big fan of Lottie and of, uh, and of everything she does, and yeah. it does have a crush on her, but he's also a cop, and he's playing the fact that he has this crush to let him kind of maybe get a little sinister with it. Sure. But that's also the vibe of Snot Girl, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's always operating on two levels, so he's like, oh, I'm such a big fan, I love you so much. Don't worry, you're not, you're not a suspect. Oh, but I found these, and they're probably yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like bloody pills from the murder <laughs> scene. So there's a lot going on with, also his name is Detective John Cho, which I love. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on with Detective John Cho, I think. All right, keep reading, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Sole Purpose is giving away Batman the Enemy Within season pass on Steam. Get ready, here it comes. T-Z-Z-G-C-3-A-Q-T-R-Y-X-A-P-5-M-3-Z-T. Two R J eight V F two M W J might have been two in there. Seems like because that's the like length that's of an a, Xbox. That's code. a niner. Yeah, you're a niner in there. there. Go ahead and enter those and see what uh, you get, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. All right, cool. Um, time for uh, P.S. I love this best friend XOXO, Joey. Didn't, Joey. Joey didn't put a Joey didn't put any best friends in there. Yeah. Where's the, where's the best friends? Where's the giveaways? It's just started! It's it's 12 in the afternoon! So I had a long night. You came in late! What were you doing last night? She got a switch, man. We had to put my dog down. So. <gasps> Joey. Oh, now you feel like a dick. No. I do feel like a dick. Now you feel like... But you couldn't have known. How would I have known? You, there was no way you could have known. Did she put it on social media? Did I miss social media? I don't know. I didn't see it. Okay, you follow her, though, right? I, am I a dick? I don't know. I don't know if I follow her. Oh Does that make God. me a dick? Follow her right now. Make her I'm gonna follow her right now. Everybody, everybody if I don't Joey. follow her, everybody, actually, if you do follow her, please send send some sweet words and Sweet nasty love to at Joey Noel today, yeah. please, ladies and gentlemen. Because that's rough, man. That's a tough day. That, yes, that's not a good day. Oh, I can't even imagine. Day. While Joey preps the best friend and uh, the games we're going to give away, I'll tell you, we're giving away two games because we have two sponsors. They are the Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered to your door. It's an awesome life hack, a no-brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store and buy cheap disposable razors. And you know who uses Dollar Shave Club? Club, Tim Geddes. That's right, cool Greg's older brother. He uses it to trim it up, he uses the Dr. Carver shave butter, he uses the executive razor, and every time he shaves, he calls me and he goes, Ooh, Greggy M, I'm a smooth boy! Then he gets a bath. Be like Tim and make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, new members get their first month free. No, that's not right. First month of executive razor with a tube of Dr. Carver's shave butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only five bucks. You can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash morning. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash morning. I got there. Yeah, People man. know the dot com. That's you, know, you don't even have to say it anymore, really. It's implied. Second sponsor, which means your second video game free, is coming from Nature Box. We all 
Want to eat better, but when it comes to snacks, sometimes it feels like the whole world is delicious and a billion calories versus boring and tasteless. It doesn't have to be that way. Up your snack game with Nature Box. Nature Box has over 100 snacks that taste good and are better for you. All snacks are made with high quality, simple ingredients, which means no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel good about what you're eating, just like we did when they used to send us free snacks to the Kind of Funny studio, and I would eat the pretzels. They had yogurt on them, and they were great. And now they have a bunch of jerky, and they're sponsoring this show again, but they haven't sent any more samples, which makes me very, very upset. And if Anthony didn't fire everybody, I would have people sending letters into them because I would want more of this. But we're running so lean now. It's true. No, we're, we're a well-oiled machine. It's all profit from we, here exactly. on out. It's all fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's so simple. Just go to naturebox.com. Choose the snacks you want, and Naturebox will deliver them right to your door. Naturebox is offering Kind of Funny fans three free snacks with your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash morning. That's naturebox.com slash morning for free, three free snacks with your first order. Naturebox.com slash morning. Did I say that enough? I think I did. Remember, naturebox.com slash what? Morning. Morning, thank you. If you want to win stuff, it's simple. Be in the chat like so many of you are right now on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames or if you're watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny... Yeah, period. Or listening on podcast service around the globe, no big deal. You can enter by first subscribing to us on Twitch. Remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. You need to give away a free, you need to give away a free uh, subscription each and every 30 days. Why not give it to us? Remember also, if you've never subscribed to anybody on Twitch before, it's only $2.50, 50 cents this time around. Why not try it out? You'd get the Kind of Funny Logos next to your name. Cool emotes, private chat time with us. You'd play games with us and get the show ad-free unless we bake them in. Um, you could also go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny or patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Support us there at the $2 level. You are automatically entered to win everything we give away here. Even if you're not here, it's great. It's fantastic. Plus, if you get the $2 level on kindoffunny, patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you'd get your exclusive access to Cooking with Greggy, episode one, that posts Monday. It's a Ooh. week of exclusivity. A week of exclusivity before it goes live on YouTube.com. Very excited for Cooking with Greggy. That'll be every one of them, too. Well, I hope I get your dollar. I'm not gonna give you a dollar. I would uh, never. I would right. never. I would Thanks. never give you any money. You're the worst. I would never give you. I am. I am your friend. We're giving away a walk <laughs> in the dark on Xbox One. It's going to Rock B underscore Loop in the Twitch chat, and then we're giving away Little King Story on PC. It's going to Long Hofer, Hoffer maybe, Hofer Hoffer. I think it's both. It could be. I either. think it's a it regional depends thing. On exactly. Where are you in the country? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's like a soda versus pop. Let me tell you about P.S. I Love This Best Friend XOXO. This is where one of you writes in to kindoffunny.com slash best friend. You nominate someone who's doing something awesome in the community. We read their name here, and everyone celebrates how awesome we are as best friends. James, Rodri- James Rodriguez is shouting out the one and only cool Greg Geddes. Oh! After meeting him in NYC a few weeks ago and watching his latest Raw and SmackDown live streams, cool Greg has shown that he is an incredibly humble person. Not only has he proven to be extremely helpful behind the camera, whether it be helping run the shows in Kevin's absence, or just making sure all the hosts and guests stay hydrated with their Sasha Bank He also helps to provide a chill atmosphere for best friends who appreciate wrestling and want to talk about it, both in person and online. So, I just want to let him know that his hard work is appreciated and his contributions are much appreciated. Insert Spider-Man Haynes. Gang shit. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Shout out to Cool Greg. Thank you so much for writing in. Remember, nominate people, kindoffunny.com slash best friend. We are running late. We're going to do three and three. We're going to jump in here and we're going to get into this fucking game show because you got to go. Let's do it. You will not be late. Let's do it. Or how far are you going away? Uh, I'm going back to the mission. It's not too far. Okay, you'll be all right. I'll be fine. Okay, okay. Um, 
Looking forward to comments here. Cranky Moose says, God damn it, I need to resub. You do. It's no big deal. We're here for you, though. Uh, Jamie is continuing to talk about how she's eating lunch in her car and how perfect the weather is. Great. Great. I'm that sounds like a really good day. It does. It does sound really great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, Mad at Madav7 says, what about soda pop? So oh. if you don't know, some people call it pop. Some people call it soda. In Chicago, we called it pop. I went to Missouri. Everybody thought that was crazy. Cleveland, my family calls it pop. Mm -hmm. uh, in New York, everybody called it soda. Florida calls every kind of soda Coke. Don't like that one bit. Don't like that one bit. I it's think like Georgia might it, do it too. Yeah, Georgia does it too. Not all of Florida, not all of Georgia, but parts of the South. Just the backwards parts. Call everything Coke. No, no, I can't get I'll take that. a Coke. What kind? 7-Up. Ah, no, I couldn't do that Woo! at all. Tim would die. And that's why I left. <laughs> <laughs> Blanket483 says, Boney, what are your thoughts on No Man's Sky one year later? I'll tell you what, I love No Man's Sky from the get-go. Uh, but I was a human being that tempered my expectations. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, and a year later, I think if you are somebody who played it and went, eh, seems a little repetitive, maybe not for me, they have added so much now that it's almost like, I'm not going to say it's a completely different game, but everything that you wanted in there is in there now. The base building, the freighters, sure. the home planet yeah, that yeah, you can yeah, go yeah. back to. They've done a lot, plus a lot of just like general quality of life improvements. I think... I think it's a really great game, but I always thought it was a really great game. Petey Popoff says, Anthony, I know this may sound crazy, but have you considered firing Famous Greg yet? That's me. Oh. Uh, yeah, but like, he, he gets here so early. It's true, it's true. I just rolled in five minutes before we started with a coffee. There are some, there are some people that you got to keep around strategically of course. for your own benefit. Of course, yeah. That's, a, that's just business. The, the ones who do the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And then I can take all the credit. Exactly. And then one day you're just Greg, and then I'm Famous Anthony. Oh, wow. Are we going to hire another Anthony? Because that's why I got the moniker. It wasn't <laughs> no, just... no, 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 no. I'm just going to make everybody call me that. Oh, okay, okay, great. Uh, the Silent Gamer says, And Greg. then I'll make my Dream Kingdom Come trailer. <laughs> Wait, no! That's no! Is this single white female? taking everything! Single white <laughs> uh, Solid Gamer says, Greg, that Batman and Robin uh, run you mentioned is currently on sale in Comixology. Ooh, so get that. Go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're in sub-only mode. This is one of the benefits of being a sub. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, I created a sub-only jingle. Uh, uh, Andy, I'm going to need your help here. Our Maximum Cortez uh, fan who's in, in, in the office today. Is he, a, is he a subscriber? Can we still see he him? Is, he's still a sub, yeah. We can see and true. hear him? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lakers head 2432 says Hispanics call every cereal con fleas? Is that real? Yeah. I mean, I mean Come on in here. So it's like a it's the way that most Spanish speakers pronounce cornflakes. Oh, okay. They say cornflakes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, like that sounds similar, like they call Pepsi Pexi. That sounds much more delicious than Confleas, which is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Cod, by the way, if anybody came back from Pax West with the Con or Dragon Con with the Confleas, Confleas, you're in trouble. Man. What you do is you put all your clothes in a bag, put vinegar around your bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Central Time Scudworth says, Anthony, I got in the chat as you were talking about an app earlier. Something about a bullet journal app is not an app. on Android. You're talking about having a notebook. I'm talking right? about a notebook, but if you go, I think it's just bulletjournal.com. We'll teach you the system. I find that my brain remembers things, makes connections better, does all that stuff uh, better and easier and faster if I just write it down. Mm, mm, mm. Now here comes one of those paradoxical questions. Mm. Uh, I need, Anthony, you need to be on task for this. Cool Greg needs to be on task for this, all right? Hold on, let me get my on task uh, posture. 
Honey Boo Boo says, with the money you saved from firing everyone, which is Anthony's department, can you hire Anthony, which is Cool Greg's department? No, we're still not there. <laughs> all right, Cool Greg, you're off the hook on this one. I mean, I guess you're also the finance department. We're still I mean, not there. I'm, right. looking at, I'm looking at the numbers and it doesn't work out. Mm, okay. San Francisco is very expensive. And the final question of the day for the comic show comes from Solar Powered NVG. Do you think Tobey Maguire could play a Clark Kent Superman? No. No. I mean, Tobey Maguire, no, it's not. No. What is, is Tobey, this is going to sound really insulting. Is Tobey Maguire still making movies? When's the last time? I haven't seen him in He's something. He's doing stuff. He just did something. What did he just do? Siri, Alexa, what did, what was, what's, to, where Tobey Maguire? I'm doing it. Siri, no. uh, Google. I'm, I'm, I'm Tobey Maguire and MB, IMBD, Siri. Ask Jeeves for me. Ask Jeeves. Remember that guy? Dog, dogpile this. Toby McGuire. Where? La last thing, he was adult Tim in Boss Baby. Oh, sure he was. Sure. And then, I shit you not, according to IMDb, that's 2017. Before that, Pawn Sacrifice in 2014. Before that, oh, Spoils of Babylon, which I do remember. That was that Will Ferrell show that he made with him and Kristen Wiig. Uh... Yeah, maybe Tobey Maguire's taking a little Tobey Maguire time. It's, you know, he deserves it. He's yeah. earned it. He's earned it a lot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Morning Show. Remember, every weekday on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, we come to you with whatever the fuck we want to talk about. You hang out in the chat. You have fun. We all have a great time. You can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or listen on podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get the show, we love and appreciate you for in supporting it and taking care of it and treating it like a little baby. Uh, if you can subscribe to us on Twitch, that's great. You can subscribe to us on Patreon. That's great, too. Remember, Cooking with Greggy now debuts Monday, the 11th of September. I'm going to start being like Nintendo about it. Yeah, it's the 11th, the 11th of September. September. Uh, on Patreon.com slash Cooking with Greggy, never forget. There's a... <laughs> Man, we should sell that shit. <laughs> There's going to be a week of exclusivity on for patrons each and every time. They will be live and free on YouTube eventually. Um, one of the other people from the other room, I imagine Andy's going to come in and read subs and resubs while we reset here for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Until next time. Oh, and support Anthony. Watch the Star Wars show. Follow him on Twitter. He's great. I love him a lot. Thanks, you're, man. You're back on, you're doing the show again Thursday, yeah, or no? What? Are you back on the show, or is this your last one? Uh, I think this might be my last one, because oh. I got to do Up at Noon. I'm going to do Up at Noon on Thursday. Have Never you ever heard, heard of Up at Noon? Never heard of that show. It's a, new, it's a couple of young upstarts uh, created huh. it themselves, and they're really doing something with it. Oh, okay. I do have you on for Thursday, <laughs> so I got to uh, update that. Until next time, <laughs> it's been our pleasure to serve you.